The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANHOR. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the PUAs, MIAs, NWAs, and NDAs. This is Billy Prasida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Uh, those were fun to come up with. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm going to try to keep the intro tight this week because you know what? I really want to get to this week's guest, this episode, Byron Sadiq. Uh, Byron Sadiq is a, is a fellow stand-up comedian here in New York City and also a retired pickup artist. Uh, this is a very different type of guest. We, I w- I'll say this. Byron and I do not share the same um, opinions and or enthusiasm for the various uh, hyphen positive movements out there. But we're both comedians and you know what? Like, he don't got hate in his heart for all of it. He just maybe has different opinions. That ain't a crime. But I was fucking fascinated talking to him about this stuff because it's like, you know, like I think the whole pickup artist seduction community stuff is trash. But like I am fascinated the entire time by like the categorizations of this trash that Byron shares with me. And I'm so stoked to share it with you in just a bit. But first, get them hot, get them dates, show dates. Little shout out to James. Okay, James from New Jersey, who drove all the way out to Brooklyn just to see me do stand-up last week at Friends and Lovers. Thanks for coming out, dude. Sorry I couldn't stick around. If you come to the live podcast uh, at ManhorCon, I'll buy you a drink. Okay, Chicago, this is your last chance. This Friday, June 28th, we're going to be doing a Manhor podcast live show at North Bar in Wicker Park. It's a 9 p.m. show. You get $5 off when you go to manwarpod.com slash tour and use the promo code Billy. Okay, that takes $5 off the ticket. You're going to want to use that. This is going to be a really fun show. Okay, it's going to be a combination of uh, the, the conversations we have on this podcast, uh, dissecting old relationships with your exes, combined with stand-up comedy. It's going to be really dope. You're not going to want to miss it. Connecticut. I'm at Mohegan Sun at Comics. June 30th, which is this Sunday at 8 p.m. But of course, I really want to meet each and every one of you August 2nd to August 4th at Man Whore Con. Now, some of you, I'm getting some emails. Some of y'all looking it up. You're going to manwhorepod.com slash weekend. You're looking at the page and you're saying, hey, Billy, so where can I see where all the events are? Where's the addresses? How do I get the itinerary? Well, you got to buy a weekend pass first, okay? I'm not just giving that information out to anyone. This is a private ticketed fan whore meetup weekend. All right, I don't want just anyone showing up. I only want the whoreheads who want to connect with other whoreheads. And we're doing a bunch of fun stuff. There's going to be performances, a lot of socials. There's a pub crawl. We're going to have an after party where, you know what? Look, I'm just going to say it. I know my dick will come out at some point. That does not make it a sex party. It just makes it a potentially pants optional party after midnight. 
Uh, it, it's going to be fun. And hey, you even get to meet my mother. Not the party where my dick comes out. Different different event at ManhorCon. Uh, and I am excited to announce that we have another sexy supporting sponsor who is helping make this weekend oh so much more great. Geeky and Kinky Pins. These are the enamel pins. Am I saying it right? Enamel? Animal? These animal pins, you want them. They're fun. I've got this one on my backpack. It's a Hitachi wand vibrator. But it has the Deathly Hallows symbol on it from Harry Potter, which means it's literally a magic wand. And they have a wide selection of pins that are just like it, just as fun. If you buy three, you get one free at geekyandkinkypins.com using promo code MANHORE. Shout out to them. And if you want to join us at ManhorCon this August 2nd through 4th, go to manhorpod.com slash weekend. Get your pass, people. You can't come hang out with us without one. All right. Um, Laura Delorado, didn't we love her? I know I did. Nick, did you? Yeah. Yeah, he loved her. He didn't hear it, but he's like, yeah, she sounds cute. She is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got so much awesome, fabulous feedback on last week's show. Uh, so shout out to everyone who shared your stories, your pains, um, your appreciation for her. I got a couple comments. Uh, this one comes from Andrew. He says, uh, you two have great chemistry on mic. You sound like you'd make a great couple. Wink, wink. Okay, look, they, uh, you know, the other, there's other good stuff that we talked about on that show. Uh, I'm sure there's other comments about it. Jeff says, dude, if you haven't taken her out and started an ongoing relationship with her, I'll get divorced, move to New York, and try to start something for myself. Okay, look, I'm sure that, look, there were also comments about, you know, body positivity and all that stuff, but a lot of y'all seem to pick up on some potential on my chemistry. So, whatever. She was great. Thank you all so much uh, for appreciating that. And now for this week's guest, Byron Sadiq, because uh, I got a Sellers of Catan game to get to, and so I, I got to get through this intro. Uh, <laughs> Byron Sadiq is, a, like I said before, is a fellow stand-up comic, reformed, maybe, a uh, pickup artist. And we... Oh, Jesus. They call it the seduction community. And that is a really creepy fucking way to refer to picking up women. But I learned so much. And I did find places where, like, not only do I empathize with the types of dudes who fall into this world, but, like, I also found, you know, we, we found commonalities of where we may use pickup in our everyday lives. Some would call it sales. Personally, I think it's kind of gross to use sales tactics on people for the purpose of sticking your dick in them. But, you know... He Byron thinks that we're I'm not that much better than a pickup artist. You'll find out why soon. Let's let's get to my conversation with Byron Sadiq. The uh, uh he said just the tip the whole stance. What? <laughs> this is the you know he you know you're you want to give it a blow job but like you got to be like you're you're like 14 years old and hesitant like oh it's so weird I don't know. Uh. Were you 14 years old giving blow jobs? No, I'm just the saying. comedic stylings of Byron Sadiq everybody. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, look, I didn't suck a dick till I was 30, all right? I'm, I'm kidding. I never sucked a dick before. Be careful when you say those things. Oh. This type of show is the place where someone would be like, yeah, I sucked a dick when I was 28. It was, wasn't for me. Moved mm-hmm. on. Um, oh, yeah. I forget. Yeah. Sex pods. Yeah. I'm not, not, there's a, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, 
ever since we agreed to do this, like I, I've had this like idea in my head of what your average listener is. And I'm like, and I, I've been running through in my head, like all the I'll, haircuts, <laughs> not, not the haircuts, but all the things they'd be horrified. Like what I would say, but like, it's one of those things where I think if, if comics are saying, I just assume they're just fucking joking. Like, yeah, I'm blue dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's gay. I'm gay. Blue. You know, it's like, they're just saying it because just to make fun of that and like they're not being serious but i think it's actually way more prominent than like we would think i think uh men who have experimented in some capacity has happened more than people talk about it yeah in part because when a chick talks about like oh i, I made out with a girl in high school it wasn't for me but then if a, like, and it's yeah. fine yeah but if a guy says that then he's gay or he's in the right. closet or he's definitely at least bi like i mean mm. so it is an interesting thing where like women are allowed to openly explore their sexuality and still retain their straightness if if they want to but dudes don't really get to do that too much or the perception is we're not allowed to do it because that's why a lot of dudes don't share it they're like Mm. well if i say that i you know i let one dude jerk me off when we were 12 uh one time only they're gonna say i'm gay Mm -hmm. and then there's also the whole implication of like who cares if they think you're gay i think people think i'm a little gay at this point but i'm like i don't care Whatever. Yeah, I think it's one thing I've noticed since I moved here, which surprised me, is like I never knew that like like comics, like how many dudes that were bi. Like I've I've like even like a couple. I'm like I've never met a bi dude before since until I did stand up. Like mm-hmm. a bisexual guy. Yeah. Like I knew they exist. So I was like, yeah, there's. Bi- I've met I've met plenty of gay dudes. You know, it's like that was normal, but it's like like a bi person. I was like, I just don't ever. Th- and I look at him like, oh, you're bi. Like I don't associate that person with any sort of whatever. Like, I just never would even think, I wouldn't even think about it, but it just, you wouldn't think about it. Like, I just don't think they exist, basically. So, there are some dudes, like, it'll, they'll, they'll say that usually, like, on stage or something, and I just, like, go, like, huh. I'm like, eh, I didn't guess that. That's right. interesting. But it's also, like, you know, when someone who's, like, super, super cool admits that they play Dungeons and Dragons, and you're like, oh, wouldn't have guessed that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess. It's a fun fact about you now, I yeah. have. But if they played Warhammer, you'd be like, "Whoa, that's a that's a bit of a stretch there." I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Warhammer is? No. Actually, it's I, one of those. I'm, I'm too busy doing the sex, guys. Yeah. Hey, Billy's getting laid. Okay, Warhammer. I just make sure everyone knows. Yes, <laughs> I think at this point, you've, how many episodes have you done? You're gonna be two seventy two. Two seventy two. You've had two hundred seventy one hours of you talking about sex, and you know, I'm good. I'm sure a good chunk of that was devoted to like. Your prior relationships, so I think they they get the hint now. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you don't you don't have to posture anymore, Billy. You get laid. Am I cool yet? I'm trying Are to be you? cool and happy. Right? Uh, How's that working out? Definitely hasn't helped the happiness. Uh, yeah. If any, if any uh, neckbeards are listening, uh, hey, sex don't make you happy. I am the proof of it. Yeah, and I, this is uh, I think Billy and I both agree on this too. Like, I think that, and this is something I I wish really got pushed is that sex really doesn't make you happy mm-hmm. and. I think that we we still fall into this trap of man if I got fuck that fuck chip the fat ass if I just if only I was getting laid I'd yeah, everything yeah, would be better if I, if I hit that it's just I would feel oh if just, I shoot up the school maybe they'll fuck me oh. right <laughs> well he's just describing my masturbation fantasies now I um, thought it was your manifesto no no, I, was my, <laughs> no I I'm not gonna look I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm I'm too old to be a school shooter I'm 34 what am I gonna do be a un, go to grad school uh, go, be a go, grad school school first shooter. of all I had to finish my undergrad yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no no your whole application essay is like no 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 I have this manifesto I need to complete right. and I can only do it if I am matriculated at your university no actually what I would probably do is I would just have like I would have <laughs> The first page of my manifesto be the admissions essay, and they wouldn't realize it. 
<laughs> and then then it would start off all like, yeah, I want to fucking save the puppies. It and, starts with, know. I know you said uh, limited to one page, right. but I have thirty five. <laughs> right, and I would you know be like, I want to save the puppies and like change the world, and then it just would get darker and darker. Oh, you know, I, see. I would. You got, I got, I, I don't know why. Not that I ever thought about shooting the school recently, but hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a good time to say I'm sitting down with a uh, fellow stamp comedian, Byron Sadiq. I'm well, saying that right, right? Yeah. Uh, and not, you're saying how I want people to say it here. You're saying it how you want white people to say it? Exactly. Okay. That's yeah. Fine. How how do you say it? In, in in Arabic, you'd pronounce it sadiq. Okay. Yeah. It means truthful. Ah. Yeah. But it's actually not hmm. my real la- It's my legal last name, but it's not my real last name. What does that mean? Meaning like... Okay, so my well, my parents came to America, and they, since they came from Iraq and Iraq, they don't have they didn't have like traditional last names. Like your last name is like your, it's a patronymic. So like your name is like you'd be Billy, son of son fucking, of yeah, some fucking son guy, of son of Billy. Son do they of, do that? Do they will they like a father name the son the same name, and then it's like Steve, son of Steve, mm, kind of, or do they purposefully try to not name? It the exact same. I don't know to tell you the truth, but I, I will tell you this: I have a cousin whose first name is the same as his last name. Okay. Uh, I don't. I, I, not that it would really matter if I say it, but I'm not gonna, like. I'll, but like his first name is his last name, so it's like it's like Joe Joe. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's his name basically. Amazing. Well, kind of fucking weird, but whatever. There was um, there was a question you were gonna ask me, or you were starting to ask me. Oh, okay. Before yeah. we turned the mics, on. I was like, "Shut your fucking mouth." <laughs> okay. And let's get the mics. All right. So what I was, and this wasn't even a question. I think it was it was just like an observation. Uh, and you said you have a response, but like I feel like in 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 lieu of like the stuff you're doing, like the sex positivity mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, you know, where we're going with the culture in terms of like, you know, I guess I call it sex positivity. I don't know. There's maybe some greater engrossing term, but uh, like the Me Too movement, like I don't like fucking women want to, you know, women want to be proud of having sex or whatever the fuck that is called. Like in, in, in conversely, there's been like a, there's like, it's been, there's seen like, seems to be like a rise in like, you know, BDSM culture and like mm. rape fantasies and like fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, like right. as as the more of this stuff, you know, this empowerment seems to go on. Like it seems like more people are attracted to fucking being dominated, and like it just there's more of a prevalence of kink. It seems like, mm-hmm. and I, I guess that was my that was my thought really. Well, I don't think that there it's there's a rise in it. There's a rise in people being open about being into it. Okay, and I think that's like with a lot of things. Like it's like foot fetishes aren't hilarious. New. Yeah. They're not new. They've been around. Just people are slight. I mean, not that there's a fucking foot fetishist march or anything, but like, right. it's just it's been a long thing. trek. It becomes, it gets into our vocabulary. And so, like, we can talk about it a bit. So, um, I think Fifty Shades came out and that secretly, be- that somehow became some sort of hit, like big hit. Yeah. And because of that, more people were interested in exploring something that they were really into or they realized they were into something that they didn't know existed. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't know. It's that that more people are into BDSM, but I think more people are into talking about BDSM. I, I, yeah, I would I think s- it's more accessible now. I, I think it's more accessible now, but I think like there is sort of like a sort of trend where like when things become cool, more people kind of like will do it or at least try it. Sure. So I think that's maybe kind of what I'm, what I, what I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know how fucking true that is, but like. It just seems like the more it's out there, the more people are like, eh, I should probably, you know, get a ball gag and, you know, see how that feels. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like, people have been trying to, like, spice up their sex lives for for 
ages. Uh, whether yeah. it's reasoning just like, uh, oh, like I bought a pair of handcuffs. Or if it's let's have a threesome. I mean, there's there's literature that would support that they've you know people have tried to do things to keep their husbands interested for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think dead bedroom syndrome is definitely a thing that's happened for ages and centuries. So. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think BDSM is part of that because it's just a thing. It's like, oh, well, that's a thing we can try. Yeah. But then there's a lot of people who are just like, this is my actually. Uh, I personally, I think it's a, it's a, it's a conspiracy by the leather cartel and the, and the ball gag cartel and mm-hmm. the plastic industry because they're trying to get everyone with fucking you know leather. Dildos or whatever in their the plastic? fucking holes. Big plastic. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm being like facetious. I'm. I'm just fucking. I think I'm you mean kidding. Big leather or big silicone. Big is, silicone is yeah. yeah it's, silicone it's, it's all. More. It's all conspiracy about big silicone to get us all fucking so we keep spending more on plastics and leather and buying shit. I'm a hundred percent okay with this, so long and, as they sponsor. And they're in cahoots with Big Hallmark or big, <laughs> big, uh, big fucking card. What's that? What's that fake cartel called? I don't know. I don't know. You, you spend way more time on whatever conspiracy message boards than I do. <laughs> I don't. I think you have this idea where, like, I'm just like. You got on stage, you were like, guys, I'm going to say some shit about women. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, that's the guy who's, who's on the message boards. Well, okay. I'll, to be fair, I was the guy on the message boards up until like 23. Right. Which also overlaps with this time. So, the reason, one of the reasons I want to have you on was that, okay. uh, you know, you to- we were talking at a comedy club recently about like your background in pickup artistry oh yeah and <laughs> i was like what and then we had to we were talking about the different branches or different uh-huh. ideologies within it i was like okay shut up let's talk um so you were in the pickup scene for a bit yes uh as as we call it uh in, in the inside it, it was called the, we called the seduction community the seduction community yeah see i'm surprised you never had you don't know about this stuff because i feel like i feel like a lot of the leaders are like super foreign like it's hard to get them in person like i'm sure you if most you, of the ones i looked up were uh-huh. like they're based in london or in spain yeah. or something i'm sure if you wanted to you could probably get someone like mystery or someone on the podcast if he were in town he'd probably do it yeah but uh yeah so i was when i say involved i, I just to be clear i was just someone that tried to do the stuff it was friends it was part of like a community that did it I was never like a workshop guy. I never was like a fucking famous person. I just was a guy. Oh no, 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 yeah, no, you weren't. No, you don't have enough Twitter followers to be yeah. the guy doing the workshops. But <laughs> no. you were, you were doing, you were practicing and reading up on and oh yeah, things like that. Oh yeah, since at least I would say I was reading and like getting into the stuff around 2004. So that was a good, uh, yeah, that was what 15 years ago. And when we say pickup or like the or a pickup artist, like what? How would you define that if you had to like give a couple a couple lines on what that is? The the a pickup artist or a, I would say or someone that's a member of the seduction community. Oh my god! Now you sound like a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say pickup artist as a member of the seduction community. I mean, I'm just and to be fair, okay, I would say what defines a pickup artist is someone who is you know using. Any any number of like methods and you know and techniques uh, for the purpose of it's it's it ends up it's it's always about like it's always at first about like wanting just like pick up women and get laid but then it ultimately becomes more of like a, a self help sort of like thing which you know can be good or bad depending on the person but uh, I would say it's it's basically a person that you know it, that con- that consciously works on you know uh, fucking 
like uh, using empirical means, quote unquote, to get better at, you know, having meeting and having sex with with women. Mm. And what drove you to such a lifestyle? Gee, let me think. Uh, hmm. Well, I was uh, I was really okay when I was in high school. I was so sick of getting laid all the time that I was like, you know, I I need to know what it's like for the common man. Oh, you come know, on, now have... be sincere, be sincere. Okay. No, no, what? Why actually? No, because like I... I also didn't get laid in high school. I couldn't get girls to kiss me, but I didn't. Right. I did not find myself going down that path. Did you know that path? Did you even knew that the community existed? Were you it's aware po- of it? it's possible I could have learned it as a a scene a thing, but not really. I see, never that, sought it out. See, that surprises me because like I feel like by the time you were you graduated high school like around two thousand eight, I think. Yeah, I'm a few years younger than you. Okay, so like that around that time, the game was already out. Like there was art; it was way more prevalent because mm-hmm. the, the Neil Strauss's book was already out. People knew about this stuff. People like you knew like in two thousand by two thousand like eight. People knew what an everyone knew what a neg was, mm-hmm. even though like they. People don't really know. Like they knew what they had an idea of what it was, even though it wasn't always accurate. Right. But basically, yeah, I got into it because like I was like you. I was just I never got laid in high school. Uh, oftentimes it was because of my own like lack of, lack of confidence. It wasn't for opportunity, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I didn't have really a lot of social skills. I was not really like in a very. I didn't really have the best like I didn't have the worst childhood, but I wouldn't say I had the best one either. It wasn't like you know it was what it was, but. Yeah, I, I thought that like, you know, and the only outlet I had or only release, I was like, man, if I could only get laid, I would just make my life better. The, it's the secret. It's yeah. the secret to happiness. It's it's uh, it's the juicy labia. Yeah. It's right. It's all all that happy, warm Ooh, happiness right in there. Now you're making me feel gross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but 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 you were like, uh, so we how do you even find it, though? Oh, that's actually a good story. So like I was it was. Because I sympathize okay. with why people okay gravitate towards this. Um, obviously, we have different points of view of like the morality of the things like that. But I, you know, you say like, "What did I even know existed?" It's like, "Well, how do you know it existed?" Okay. Well, originally, what I long story short, like in like high school, like when I graduated high school around that time, like I was. I was sulking over being friend zoned by this girl. And I, yes, I'm using the word friend zone. And mm. I'm sure some of your listeners will probably hate that word. But anyway, I was friend zoned by this girl and I was like, oh, boo hoo, wah, wah. And yeah, I was looking online just because I used to spend my whole life, like from high school, all I did was I spent time on internet forums, mostly like video game forums, you know, like about Final Fantasy because I love Final Fantasy. And, you know, I, at some point I found that I don't know where I found this link of like, it wasn't a pickup. It wasn't a link to a pickup site. It was a link to something called the ladder theory, which you've—I don't know if you've ever no. heard of. Basically, it's a—it's a satiric. It's not want to say it's satirical, but basically, it's like this quasi red pill philosophy of how women uh, will put men into two categories or ladders, and one is the friend zone ladder, and one is the you know I'll have sex with you ladder, relationship ladder, whatever the fuck they call it. Mm. And, you know, if you're on the friend ladder, it's basically impossible to jump from one to the other. So, you know, like that idea. Untrue, because I hop back and forth, one ladder to the next. I would... Back and forth. <laughs> that Right, but the, the, the but then the theory would argue... I have my own thoughts on that, too, but, like, I... So, basically, like, to go back to... I found this ladder theory thing, and I'd be on yeah. the forum, and I was like, oh, yeah... And that's around the time where I kind of knew what an incel was, although it wasn't like I it wasn't like, oh fuck, I'm an incel, but it was just like, oh shit, like maybe, but whatever. I didn't really pay much attention to it. 
Um, and so I went from there, from the ladder theory forum, I found uh, Fast Seduction, which is like, which is like the big pickup site community of like what do you mean like you found it like how like are you searching like are you search are you googling like or ask jeeves i forget what was the big search engine. Still, no it's still google come on <laughs> still google um yeah i was like like are you googling how to get laid how to pick up chicks like what is of course yeah i don't well, not of yeah. course i'm i didn't do that i just accepted when i was 17 like i'll probably not have sex and then all of a sudden i started having sex see that means you're only a few keystrokes away from being a pickup artist because that's you could have easily just oh you know 100 percent. i there is a there is an alternative there's a parallel earth there's like an earth prime 2 or something where billy searched how to get laid and found this and got really into it wow and and i was here and i went to college here in new york city yeah so it would have been a place where i could have like very much implement i don't know how, how successful it would have been but like i could have very much done it oh yeah you there, definitely there's the have. volume here to be trying it every night yeah um yeah so basically i would just i i was like oh fuck i gotta like figure this out i just i would google or i would see like someone would post a, a link in a ladder in a forum discussion it'd be a link to fast seduction so something in their form like oh here's a link to you know fucking mystery method mm-hmm. and you know i was like oh shit and then you go to that so it's a website called the big community pickup community site of like the early 2000s is called fastseduction.com and that was the community where the massive forums were that's where like all the main pickup guys you think of like mystery style ross jeffries uh fucking uh i think savoy uh juggler what David kind of Shane. names are these by oh the i, way? I just, oh Ugh, dude I, like are you supposed deep. to pick i mean most yeah like usually because it's did like you have one yes i did <gasps> What was it? It was a, it wasn't like a name name. It was just my online handle. It was okay, like what was a, your online handle? BOTD. What does that mean? It's it means Byron of the Desert. Because that's just what my friends call me. And I was like, oh Byron of the Desert? Yeah. That's the weirdest, like we want to call you a racial slur, but we're afraid of being yelled at. <laughs> oh, I've been called sand nigger before by my friends. Some of them call me that too, but uh, you know, I had to be like friendly about it. Like, all right, you just cringe because I said that. I know. <laughs> no, no, not that. It was the uh, fact that to be friendly about it. I don't. Yeah. I don't cringe at words. I cringe at context. Okay. I, and and being like, oh well, they had to be friendly about it. I remember. Oh. Yeah, but like, I, I don't give a fuck really. Like, anyway, but Anyways. the BOTD was my online handle, and like that was. It was just that just was my online handle for everything. So, so like, you never went up to women and be like, "I'm Byron no, of the fuck Desert." No, no, that could almost be seductive though. I'm Byron of the <laughs> Desert. Yeah. Immediately, she's if she's attracted to you physically, I gotta imagine she'd be like, "I've got questions." Right? Which desert? Like, let's start with that. Uh, no, and, but like, would mystery and these guys do they go up and they introduce themselves as mystery? Or would they be like, "Oh, hey, I'm so in, like whatever the name was." Well. It's kind of complicated because, okay, so first of all, to go back to your question, the reason why a lot of guys pick these names is one, they're first communicating through an online forum. So like, you're not going to just, you, you don't just, you don't like back in the forum days before social media, you pick whatever the fuck you want. It's like Reddit. You just call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. You pick a name and people would just pick a name like, you know, like Joker, you know, mystery. It's like, sure. okay, you just okay. You pick a name and that's just becomes your, th- and that's becomes how you become identified. And that's sort of then becomes your brand kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. So it's not quite which like, will kind of I guess play later in the the branding in terms of the different ideologies, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, but it kind of goes into that because if the you know mystery is a brand, but it's also a brand because he had his different style as opposed to someone else. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah. you found these guys in the in the different forums, and then how did you get so enmeshed? Um, I was first like 
when I first discovered like 2004, so like ma- the fast seduction has like a like a FAQ like the player guide, and that was like my first step into it. And it would be like, it would just be like basic stuff, like you know how to approach women, blah blah blah. And like I did it like the first time, like I think the it was like I tried to approach a girl it was like 2004, like some arcade, and it didn't you know it didn't fucking work. But you know it was like whatever. I was like okay, I got to keep doing this because like what what other options do I have? What really? does it say in terms of approaching women? I mean, basically a lot. Of, so I had to actually go back and do some homework on this, but like it, it more or less. Uh, so we're going to talk about mystery a lot because he's probably the biggest, like most influential pickup artist, not necessarily the most, he's the most well-known, like he's sure. been, you know, but more or less it's like the basic ideas of pickup sort of like kind of came from him, you know, or at least like were solidified by him. So it'd be like things like the three second rule. I don't know if you've heard of that before. No. So basically, it means like if you see a girl you're attracted to, you know, you should approach her within three seconds of noticing her. Yes. Okay. You know, if noticing her, or if you notice that she looks at you and you're like, "Oh shit, she probably likes me." Mm. Three seconds, you know. The, and it's not really a hard three seconds. It's more like learn about how to defeat what's called am- approach anxiety. Yeah. Which I do you know what approach anxiety? is? I have a good term? idea, okay. and I mean the idea of like the longer you wait to go up, the less likely it is you're going to go up to her. So just go the fuck up to her and take it from there. Like trust your gut, t- yeah, stuff like that. Basically, so like you know, you it would be like things like learn, you know, deal with like you know, overcome approach anxiety, the three second rule, and uh, you know, having an opener and there's there's so much it's like it's literally like pages and pages sure. of stuff, and this is like one. This is just on the FAQ, so like. Each individual person's like method will be like mysteries is different from fucking David D'Angelo or you know uh, Gunwitch who fucking we'll get into Gunwitch later. Okay, <laughs> it's so I know like it's funny like I'm surprised that you didn't even like you just never learned this stuff. Like I still I think when I discovered what it was, I just inherently thought it was gross. And this yeah. is what we we tried to talk about a little bit yeah. in New York Comedy Club. It was like. I just think it's kind of gross to treat women like a prize uh-huh. or like a goal. I think it's a bit dehumanizing, and I don't think it's fair to her if she is – because the goal generally in pickup – and I know there's different schools of thought, but generally mm-hmm. it seems to be the goal is just to fuck women and not even necessarily to fuck women regularly. Like just to, It seems like one-night stands are preferred. It does not seem like it's aiming towards relationships. It doesn't seem like it's even – uh, aiming towards respect, it's like you are a goal, and I'm going to achieve my goal, and I think that's pretty shit a shitty way to view other humans. So mm. I think just I I knew it felt icky when I first learned about it, and I've always felt that way about pickups since then. And yeah. the more I learn about it, the more I'd be like, yeah, pretty shitty. Um, and I do sympathize because I have similar background as a lot of dudes who probably find their way to pickup. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was hopeless. I had no self love, no self confidence. You know, tag it on with some body dysphoria, and yeah, uh, I well, you don't like, like your body way. either. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, it's the type of thing where like I just don't see my body the way other people see it. Right. Um. People. I mean. I'll do the truncated version. I had on the woman who took my virginity mm-hmm. last year and she nailed it when she said we were at the party at her house that night. And she said, I don't think you realized how attractive you were because she's like, you're kind of like, you're kind of like hanging around the party. Like you're some hideous schlub. You're like, no, we put them in the corner, but you're not one of them. Come right. hang out. So, and I was like, you nailed it. And that, cause I did not think I was attractive. I didn't think I was cute. I thought I was a big fat lard and I apparently wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I under, I sympathize with these dudes cause I was like, I've been there too, but you also didn't have to go that route. And, uh, luckily I had female friends in my life that allowed me to, I don't, I guess I learned how to 
be like, oh yeah, women, they're people too. <laughs> um, and so I just don't like viewing them as an, as an achievement. Okay. Yeah. But that's, that makes sense for you. But the thing is like, what if someone's not as good looking as you and they've never had anyone, any girl be like, Hey, come hang out with us or whatever that the case may be. And that's where still doesn't make it okay. In my opinion, to treat women like a object, like a, like a, like a goal. Right. But I think what you're, I think you're as like, cause I wanted to go back to what you said before about like your perception of the pickup. I would say it's half right where like there is, cause I, I agree. Like I think ultimately pickup, like the idea of just like fucking meeting women just to fuck them is like, especially in that way where like you're making it up like a lifestyle is, is empty and just, you know, it's shitty. But I but think see, even when you say, oh, it's empty because it's empty. It's still that's even that is centered around you and that, well, it's empty and unfulfilling. For me, and mm-hmm. that really doesn't even say anything about how it's treating the other person. Because even when you fuck somebody randomly from a bar, like there's sometimes a, a, a thought that, well, I'll fuck this guy if it's fun, we'll fuck again, or maybe we'll go on a date. Any, there's, there, it's not, you know, obviously everyone can have a one night stand, but, um, you know, I just never, I don't, I never thought it was fair to the chick who's being, she doesn't realize she's in a game, and these guys have gamified sleeping with women. But See, she doesn't know she's okay. in the game. Yeah. You now you disagreed with me the other yes, night. Yes, I do. You were like, oh, they know. Well, it's not that they know that the oh, this guy's doing pickup. Not pickup, but you're like, oh, they're in a game. But like we are we're all like when it comes to like love and sex and all that stuff, we all know we're in like there we all know there's it's a there's a dance to it. There's a ritual like to it. It's like we all know we're like you know when you're meeting someone and you might have sex with that person, you know, you know like there's like there's a sort of dance to it, you know. It's yeah. kind of, it's like a, it's like a, there's like kind of, there's unspoken rules to it, you know. There, there are like there's spoken rules, there are unspoken rules, but like that's what I meant by it's a game. It's not like it, I'm not saying like it's a zero sum game of you know winner takes all necessarily, but it's a game that we are uncon like we're like oh yeah she thinks she's in that game though uh-huh. which is, and and she doesn't realize she's in a different game because the other guy the pickup artist is playing a different game okay and i don't think that's fair i agree and i and i, yeah. and I don't like that type of pickup artist shit for the same reason i don't like gold diggers like they're both treating the another human like they're a goal object prize yeah but the thing is, and pretty much all, almost all pickup philosophies, they would advocate for basically being upfront about your intentions. And I think that's why I was saying where I didn't get it wrong in the sense, or a lot of people get it wrong because they think that what pickup artists do is they just, they, they have these pre-canned routines and they just straight out lie and will say, and, and, you know, will say anything to get a woman in bed. And that's really not true. And that's, or more egregious, sometimes they do magic. Yeah, but I mean, but actually, I'll, I'll say this more, that's probably the most offensive part of pickup. Well, if you're doing it like Chris Angel and wearing leather pants, and yeah, I would agree. But I mean, if you're doing it like David Blaine, like I don't, like I don't give a fuck. But is, isn't one of the things that pickup like to show off some sort of thing, and some guys will do magic? I'll explain like, why. Hey, honey, you like magic? But again, I'll explain why that is because that goes to the influence of mystery, and the reason why you're thinking of magic and this mm. stuff is because that's what mystery did. He was a street magician, and. He okay. Go ahead. No, keep going. I'm just gonna. And he was, and like that's how you know he made his money. He was like a street magician and stuff. And so he was just basing it on what he knew and did. And and also also mystery and a lot of pickup stuff is sort of predicated on like a nightclub environment. Mm-hmm. And so when you're at a, like if you're at a nightclub or a, a noisy bar, like you know you you need you can't just like be 
it's hard to have a conversation, have a meaningful connection. So that's why like things like magic where like you don't really have to talk and you just show off and like that's like one way to get someone's attention. It's kind of cool. You're like, oh wow, you did the fucking thing. And it's like that sort of thing. It's not so much like you're trying to, you know, it, the magic things, it is kind of nerdy, but again, it comes from mystery because like he was a street magician. That's just something he did and that he liked doing. So in a way, it's like, oh, he's actually showing a part of his personality because he likes doing magic anyway. It wasn't like he just learned it to pick up chicks. That's just what he did. Uh-huh. So did you have a thing like that? No, fuck no. Okay. I just, I don't, I was just funny. I was just, I learned, I, I was already doing it was around the same time I was doing comedy. There was overlap between the pickup days and the stand-up comedy days. So, like, I knew how to be funny, even though... And I knew how to, like... Even though I don't fucking hate it, like, I knew how to, like, talk to people in social situations. I'm really, like... I'm very introverted. I just don't really like talking in groups and stuff. And I, I don't really enjoy it very much. I don't really... Like, it's exhausting. Like, it's... Phys- so, anyway, but I... My thing was I just knew how to be funny and just, like, break balls, I guess, and just be, like... Just say funny shit. Did you did you feel that your and I'll, I'll ask more about which school thought you went down, but okay. ultimately, did you find that it worked for you? Um, like it worked to like get to get laid mm. to have like, even using the word getting laid is kind of weird. I don't feel comfortable saying it because it's like yeah, bro. But I, I mean, do you feel? I the mean, same I've way? seen some of the things that you said on stage. It was like, oh, he's comfortable saying all that, but like he doesn't want to use the phrase "getting laid." Well, because <laughs> well, how do you, how will you use whatever terminology okay, I'll say you get want? Laid. To. I'll just I say care. "get laid." Say like, "get laid." The reason I smash like, puss I hear is popular. <laughs> cr- cr- um, I, I was very successful at you know having intercourse. Uh, I was very I was very good at uh, penetrating the giny. Okay. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I love gross. Right. But so, but yes, it, you said like you were. It worked. To- I mean, it wasn't like. I, here's the thing, though. It worked, but it wasn't like I. Was, and this is something that a lot of people don't tell you is like even the most successful guys who are in this, they only get laid maybe like ten, twenty percent of the time. Okay. It's not like people. I guess in your head, you think of it like, or not you specifically, but like people outside would be like, oh, these guys are like they think they can just have sex with any woman. It's like, yeah, maybe if you're brand new and you're like naive, but most guys that were in it, they know like. They only have a 10, 20, 10% success rate. That makes me feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm like, good. I'm glad they're not getting as much. I mean, I, I, I guess, yeah. But I think the, the thing is, and I, I don't really, in my eyes, I don't see much, if any, difference between the pickup guys and any other person that mm. devotes any amount of time to like wanting to have sex with women, i.e. like you. I don't see any difference between you and them, really. Oh. You're really, okay. The only difference between you and a pickup artist is that you don't have an ebook to sell. <laughs> not yet. That's it. That's literally like the only you don't, you're not doing boot camps or workshops and you don't have an ebook. As soon as you get those, you're going to be a pickup artist. Wor- I'm working on. It. No, um well, here's the thing is like I think I the thing I tell when someone tries to ask me like how do you get laid whether it's like yeah. someone listens to show or even before I even even before I had the podcast sometimes comics cuz they knew that I they were like I don't know why but Billy's having sex. <laughs> Have they seen his act? Okay. Uh, I tell people like, well, the first step of like getting laid is like stop trying to get laid. Like yeah, I, I true. think when you re- when you stop trying to do that, um, one it takes it takes away some thirst factor. There's also the concept of like also make your goal not being sex. Like I am hoping to connect with someone, even if it's just sexually, still want to connect, and my goal is to make out. Like, if I made out with someone new, I'm a fucking happy camper. And if I set the bar at making out, 
so much is a success, whereas in the goal is penis in a vagina till climax. That is a high bar. There's very limited space to have a good night, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my god! Like I've heard dudes say, "Yeah, no, we went back to my place and she only blew me." I'm like, "Only blew you? Right? Are you nuts? Like that's uh, awesome." Yeah. They're, meanwhile, they're a bunch of like you know pickup dudes. Like, man, I wish I had a blowjob. You know, like on the on the what's the new the form forms. nowadays? What's there? Uh, uh, Do you still keep in touch with the forum? Uh, okay, I'll tell you. Anyone see BDOT recently? BOTD. BOTD. Um, no, so I, uh, the only thing I do, I will keep up on every now and then is sometimes I'll read the Red Pill subreddit sometimes, like just to see. And sometimes I do read the Roosh forums. Do you know? Roosh V is, okay, do you know who that is? No. Okay, Roosh V. I know is, like nothing about pickup. You're the you, first person I've really gotten <laughs> to talk to about this. Oh, wow. This I had on Haley Quinn, who is a dating coach, uh-huh. who. She she primarily helps like women approach men. Um, she used to that's be a, interesting. Yeah, she's British. She's in London, and she uh-huh. used to be a steeped in the pickup world. She was like basically a, she was basically a pickup coach, a female pickup coach, like assistant, probably <clears throat> kind of. Yeah, and and then she kind of grew a conscience, and she was like, "Here's grew a conscience," <laughs> and then she kind of she kind of pivoted her her philosophies a bit uh-huh. but so we talked a little bit about it but i don't know yeah. like i want to ask you like who are these like what are the different schools of thought and like okay. why are they different from each other like okay educate us all right um what do you like i guess because i feel like you're sort of you're kind of like a, a proxy for your listeners or you maybe you feel that way like what what do my listeners want to know about this shit and like maybe- yeah but i also want to know okay. like i'm so curious when when we were outside new york and you said like well it depends on like you know which person's like methodology you're into i'm like right. oh my god there's like a whole <laughs> thing there's a whole yeah. chart and i want to know it all right so what do you, okay just ask me let's a start like, with what, what was what what school of thought did you end up buying into and learning and practicing okay so and again these names will mean nothing to people listening to this stuff but okay um, I was, I'm from Michigan, so I'm from the Detroit area. And so I was part of the Detroit layer each. They're called <laughs> layers. So rapey. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> was, trust me as, okay. As, as creepy as that might sound, it was, it was a lot nerdy. It was really just more nerdy than anything. It, it was, was not, lot, it was a lot of nice young boys playing D and D. Uh, <laughs> basically, honestly, like, yes, like most things, most of the guys that are in this and even, even if they're successful, they're still nerds. They're not. I really like, shouldn't shit on D and D because, like, a lot of the queer and sex positive world loves like tabletop games. Like okay, that. yeah. So you know, don't <laughs> shit where you eat. Um, you shit on Warhammer though. If you don't know who the, who they who that is, then I guess maybe your listeners don't. So let's fuck Warhammer. <laughs> sure. Um. So you were into who? Okay. Um. I started. Okay. So I started fast deduction. So like, and most people's introduction tends to be like the mo- the mystery method style which is like you know has it's a very mystery method is a very uh out of all the pickup philosophies probably the most regimented in the sense like it's it's very like methodical there's a lot of like all the terminology comes from that you know there are pre-canned routines which are obsolete now no i don't think anybody does those but like, like I, what like uh, a classic like pickup like a, a, an opener which is basically like uh it's like the first. I thing I think you we say all know someone. what an opener is. Okay. Yeah, like a, a classic opener would be some a mystery method would be something like. <laughs> Let okay, me explain what an opener is. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't want to like be presumptuous, but like a classic opener would be like, and I never, I don't like using these, but like I didn't. Like who? Like you go up to a girl and be like, oh, okay, so me and my friends having this argument. We want to know who lies more, men or women, and then like you just, you know, that would be like something you would say, and that's obviously a pre-rehearsed line, mm-hmm. but it does two things. One. In, in mystery method one it's an opener it's pre-rehearsed it gets her engaged two that adds what's called a false time constraint which means when i said 
hey, my friends and I are having an argument. It's right now. We need an answer now. Yeah. Can you help us now? It's it's a way to it's a way to initiate a conversation while still sort of like with the appearance that there's an out to it. Meaning, like it it, it puts her more at ease because it means like okay, well, he has friends. One and two. He's not gonna. He's probably not gonna sit here and fucking bother me because they're having some bullshit argument. You know, like he's gonna go back to his friends. Yeah. So it's okay. We can throw. It, we we, we can a, say whatever, and he'll go back. Yeah. It's an it's an indirect. It's, it's it would be called an indirect opener because mm. it's not like as opposed to a direct opener where it's like, "Yo, baby girl, you got a fat ass," and like, I'm very being, direct, <laughs> very direct. Damn, your labia looks good today. And those in those uh, <sighs> fucking. <laughs> I, I think that's like the fifth time I made you cringe. I'm going to oh. see if I can go for 10. And two of them have had to d- do with using the word labia. Well, okay. That means you hate the word labia because I'm not uncomfortable oh. with it. You just hate the word labia. Labia, labia, labia. What's wrong, Billy? You're not sex positive enough? Labia, labia. <laughs> What's the matter? It's a labia. That's part of a woman's anatomy. You should okay. be more comfortable with that. So were you? So mystery method was your method that you <laughs> you globbed onto or event at first? Cause, but then like I discovered a guy named uh, Juggler. And so he's... Um, he his na- his style is more natural game, okay. Meaning like it's not like it's not pre rehearsed and stuff, and it's almost I would I f- it's so nebulous I don't even know what the fuck his method was really. But like basically, most pickup philosophies in some way are kind of distilled to like the three following stages: the attraction phase, the comfort phase, and the seduction phase. Mm-hmm. The attraction phase is like when you first the first meeting someone, like you approach them or. You know, whatever the fuck. And, you know, the the comfort phase is like when you go on a date with them or, you know, like, oh, hey, you know, you get to actually know each other. And that's really most of the pickup stuff is f- predicated on the first phase. And that's where you th- that's where, like, I think you and other people get the idea that it's all creepy and shit. And like, but then, like, once you the thing about, OK, but it's like, not as creepy as much as I just find it my, like low key disrespectful. OK. All right. So the, so the comfort phase, which is like you go on a date, you get to know each other. You just you don't really do a lot of like it's not really like you you have to you tone it down a bit basically. It's so like the, the attraction phase is like you whatever it is you you fucking do your magic tricks and get to know the person. You do your you know you have cocky funny, which is another uh, thing. Um, you do something like that, and then once you actually go out, you you chill out. You tell stories about your childhood. You fucking you know you lay back you know because it's like. You already assume that if they're on a date with you or they're out with you, they have some level of interest in you. You get them comfortable. You get them comfortable, which is what everyone fucking does. I mean, I know you're like, you get them comfortable, like we're just like, we're being evil about it, but you do the same shit too. You maybe not. Yeah, but I'm doing that not like, I'm not consciously be like, okay, now it's time to get them comfortable. I'm just like being myself with, which, and myself not trying to get them in bed as soon as possible. Right talking to you i'm just connecting to them right and then y'all like seem to have called it like oh we are now going to enter this phase of making her comfortable and the comfort has a purpose of fucking them whereas in, for me i'm like i'm just connecting with a human it would be nice if this leads to sex but like at minimum i got to know someone new mm-hmm. okay now yes and <sighs> And then seduction yeah. phase, I think we all know what that means. That's the hard pivot to that's like when, you're uh, figuring out how to stick it in them. Yeah, that's, that's when you get your tongue all up in the labia. Yeah, <laughs> I 
that I do like. Uh, so yeah, but basically, like that's kind of like in nowadays in pickup, it's it's not quite as like it's not quite as like regimented like that. We don't like people don't think of it in those terms. Like oh, yeah, I'm in the comfort phase now. We had added a, a D two or something. What the fuck terminology? Like it is. goes in his pocket to look at his crib sheet. Be like, right? Oh yeah, seduction phase time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Actually, as a matter of fact. Oh no. There is there is a mystery method cheat sheet which it, none of it will mean anything to you. But no, I have this it will mean so much. I mean, because the thing, terminology like, makes sense. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. I've, no, but that's the thing. The terminology kind of does. Like, I, you know, you can infer from it. You can get an idea. Do you have this saved on your phone? You freak. Okay, I, I did. Now it says isolate the target in the middle of this entire thing. Okay, um, I'm gonna read some of this. Go so ahead. it's the mystery method cheat sheet. First is the is uh is like this. I guess this is the three stages we just said, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So in the in the opening stage it's the approach demonstrate higher value okay do you want to know what that is yeah uh, pre-selection from other women oh just to show why this person is more important than the other people around them not why they're more important than the people around them but like just why they're why what's attractive about them basically like mm-hmm. i mean you would and like elevate you know, them yeah yeah but like and you wouldn't do this in a norm you wouldn't like be like hey baby i got a six figure salary what's up you know like it would be more like you would talk like oh yeah so i was in you know san tropez and, and you know you didn't f- you sort of implied or whatever the fuck you would do like whatever it is like oh i have a band or some shit like oh it was playing oh, demonstrate my- your own higher value yes demonstrate oh, your value like, god oh. forbid we elevate her no it's fine uh because the next one is qualify the target which seems to be like learn something about her and then use it to um impress her or like to uh compliment her no and the qualify a target means to uh, figure out if this person person is worth the time if you actually like the person. Oh, so it's like okay, like if if there's if this person if this girl has like if she's a smoker, you know, you'd want to find out and be like, okay, I guess I don't like smokers, so we're good, peace out. All right. The next part says isolate the target. So this phase is, I guess, the comforting stage. So it says comfort building within the meeting location. Comfort building in location separate from meeting location. Comfort building within the sex location. Yes. Okay, so comfort building in the meeting Cre- location. It says create an emotional connection by building rapport. Go for phone number. Build intimacy. Hand holding. Kino. What's Kino? Touching. Okay. <laughs> you can just say touching. Um, you fucking freaks. Uh, it should take between four and seven hours. So, like, th- so Mysteries Method really was like a... Okay, there's like some time, there's some time estimates here, there's some yeah. things. Okay, and then the final seduction phase was foreplay, last minute resistance. That sounds not good. Um, what's last minute resistance? Basically, <laughs> the idea is like, okay, and the idea is like, okay, if you're with a girl and like, okay, she's like, oh, I'm not ready or, you know, I'm not comfortable with this, and this is how like, this is how you deal with that, you know, how, and by deal, how I you mean, turn the no into a yes. Oh. Well, there is that, but like, it's also how to like, how to know when a no is a no versus like when a no is like, you know, <laughs> when a no is a yet. maybe. So sales. Yes, exactly. Sure. And in sales and in pitching this podcast, see, that's why you're a fuck. See, you're, you're a pickup artist. You are a pickup artist. Look, you're well, one of us, Billy. What pickup artists did seem to take sales and apply it to humans. Actually, that's exactly what they did for sex. Exactly. Like I have to do it with the show sometimes. And uh-huh. it is like booking this podcast with my exes is definitely like a touchy thing. And I do have to, I have to utilize some of that. Um, that last week. Yeah, no, no, but I did because I, um, I have to know when someone is like a hard no. And uh-huh. in the spreadsheet, I just put her name in 
been read, but like, we're not fucking going to ask again. Yeah. Um, or it's like, is this a no that is more of a maybe that doesn't realize she's a maybe? Is this a, a not now? But mm-hmm. probably later. Yes. And then I have to like I and I have to really touch and feel it because these are women who used to you know make out with me, which is a huge mistake. So they're already feeling bad, and now I'm hitting them up to do this. Right. And uh, so I do employ that for that. But again, like it's for the show, which is what like journalists do when they're talking to sources or trying to get certain stories. It's a casting director for reality TV does this because I've had it done to me for reality TV. So I just think when the end goal is just like getting your dick wet is seedier it seems like you're suggesting like hey man whether the goal is booking them on a podcast or putting your dick in them or whatever or selling them a refrigerator like we're all using pickup in a way seems yes. like that's kind of that's you want me to sit- but it's uncommon it, we are but it's unconscious not consciously i think most people like have are doing this unconsciously and the guys like for example, guys that I'm sure you know, or people you know, guys I'll say in particular mm. that like are are very good at they just know how to get they know how to like have sex with lots of women naturally and they're, they're what we call naturals. They're doing this stuff Am unconsciously. I Am I a natural by? I don't think anybody's a natural really. <laughs> okay. Maybe like maybe Eagle Wit. <laughs> shout out to Eagle Wit. By he's the way, he's been on the show. Oh, he's been on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had a he had a good one. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I yeah. got some emails about it, but I, it was a good one. <laughs> I bet. Did you? No, but I could <laughs> I could defend him on the things people were uh-huh. upset about. Yeah. Yeah. So like that he defended catcalling. Of course he did. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it a lot. Well, actually, not really. Um. He does. So that was a like I mean that was a fucking chart and things and had like sections and subsections. Yeah. So that's mystery. But like you end up getting to this dude Juggler, yes. who I think is possibly more lame than the magic guy. So what was Juggler's? If I had to say mystery is methodology, what's Juggler's like philosophy? Uh, natural game. <clears throat> sorry. Um, natural game and like his his company is called charisma arts and they were based out of ann arbor michigan mm-hmm. so like i actually got to meet him a couple of times and like i used to, I, I knew a couple of their like their guys working for him so like i didn't take any of their workshops but like i knew some of those guys and so like i was sort of like yeah you know i, I that was the, his it, i would say juggler was really about actually juggler is basically what you do it's it's more like building connections with people and if sex happens it happens and if it doesn't then it doesn't but like yeah. it would be more like it's probably the more of the, the the Jedi of pickup, whereas like you know, I guess would be on the the Sith side would be like Gunwitch or something like that. Is so who did the negging? Who's the negging mystery? Well, let me okay, actually. This is one thing I want to talk about too. Please. Negging. So negging, I think, is something that gets really misunderstood quite a bit. Uh, even like amongst anyone, like especially around that time when the game came out and like negging became like a pop culture term. Mm-hmm. Negging is really it's it's its application is so narrow and it's really okay. And negging is really for someone that's basically just being a bitch to you. And in other words, like negging is not you don't just neg anybody. Like negging is really negging is a way to get someone. It's a subtle way, very subtle. It's a subtle way to basically take someone down if they're being an asshole to you. So you're not supposed to neg chicks just to neg them to fuck you. You're supposed to neg chicks you're trying to fuck who are being a little bitchy. Some would say resistant or putting up their boundaries, and you might call it bitchy. <laughs> um, okay. And, yeah. and and it's to put them more in their place because you still want to try to fuck them. Yeah. But you also want to put them in a spot. Yeah. Or if they're just... Like you're, the negging's not supposed to be part of your general pickup regimen. Uh, only if it's necessary, yeah. What I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is like, it's not necessary unless this person's making your job difficult. I guess. No, yeah. um, but it's not like your negging supposed to be part of your standard pickup. 
I mean, ideal, yes. Like if you if you never had to neg someone, that would be that would be ideal. Yeah. Okay. So like negging is like really okay. The classic neg is uh, and negging really is only something you do in like nightclubs and like these like really emotionally charged situations, music and fucking alcohol and all this stuff. And it's like people are generally men and women acting at their shittiest because there's alcohol and there's fucking loud music and like it's not like a very comfortable environment necessarily. Mm. So like negging is something like. If a girl, I don't know, like, I don't know, she says something like, uh, I don't know, she says something like, you know, eh, I don't want to say an insult, but like, you know, you're too short. It's like, okay, you don't just, that's kind of insulting, you know? You got a fat ass, or, I mean, what? No, a neg would be something like, okay, a neg is basically a backhanded compliment. So, like, a a classic neg is, uh, oh, those are nice nails. Are they real? That's sadistic. Or, or here's a here's a good one is uh oh, those those shoes look really comfortable. Why is that bad? Because it implies that she's not wearing sexy shoes, that her shoes are frumpy and unattractive. I want my girl to be in comfortable as fuck shoes. Right, but this is a this is again this yeah. is in the context of a nightclub. Yeah, at the nightclub, I want the chick in just like those soft sketcher soles. Yeah, yeah. I, personally, I do too. But again, like this is. This is where the the whole idea of the neck came from. I want to know if we have to all run out of that nightclub for some scary reason. I want yes. the chick who can run alongside me, not the one who's got to pick up her heels and right. tiptoe. Right, <laughs> and I, I mean, but on the flip side, like it's good to be, if a girl's wearing heels. If you get into a fight, she can take that off and beat someone with it. Ah, so there is that. Okay, there is okay. there is a there is a survival use to it. Now tell me, Gunwitch. No, <laughs> Gunwitch is a. Uh, He's obsolete now, by the way. But uh, What's he, is that like? Co- is that another terminology for no. dead? No, he's not dead. He's in jail. <laughs> he he he's been obsolete since 2012. No, he's basically he he went to jail. He was uh he's probably like I don't know because I don't know. It's hard. Like okay, Gunwitch is definitely one who I could say like, okay, this guy's probably a piece of shit. Okay, but okay, basically Gunwitch method is like more or less just being a caveman, and I would say it's probably the most rapey of pickup methods where. Not the old, not the rapey pickup method. It's the most rapey <laughs> pickup method. I mean, is okay. It's okay. I, Keep I, going. Okay. No, because honestly, I don't think pick. I think ultimately, pickup is not good. But I don't think it's not because it's it's too rapey or it's. I don't think pickup is the problem. I think pickup is a symptom of a greater problem. But that's, I agree. Yeah. Tell me first about this gunwitch guy, so that, okay, and then that, yeah, I yeah, promise yeah. to get back to that because that's I th- that's I think the most important thing of all of this is that um, pickup comes from it seems to come from a place of pain or, or of some sort. It's coming from an emotional place, I think, to get you googling for how tos. Um, yeah, and I think that's the thing to talk about. But first, tell me who this fucking gunwitch is. Why is he in okay. jail? Okay, he's in jail because he he shot a woman in the face. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's bad. Now, yo, but she wouldn't fuck me. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> but basically, Gunwich was, uh, he was, and he was never really a popular guy. And like, he was like, sort of a, he was like an early guy. Like, he's mentioned in the game, but like, he's not really like, he wasn't really part of that community. Okay. Like, he was, he was on the forum. He was on Massive, but like, it wasn't like you would really, you know, he wasn't like, he wasn't like Mystery or Ross or, uh, or Tyler Durden or sure. whatever. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's a guy who called himself Tyler Durden. Anyway, um, Gunwitch's method is more like 
just being in a sexual state and talking to women and just trying to like, you know, basically get them horny through your own unconscious horniness. If I had to put it in those terms, just go and like say something like he's the, the guy who probably in today's modern age would just be like, I'm just going to send dick pics until someone's like, I want that. I mean, he would send dick pics, but uh, it would be more like if Lewd you approach comments. No, not even well, maybe not probably not on like text, but uh, I don't know. You're I, right. Cause people can screenshot that smart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, Gunwood should be like, his philosophy would be like, okay, you know, work out, lift weights and be as masculine as you can. And when you go approach women, you know, be in a sexual state and let her like unconsciously be in a way that she could unconsciously pick that up. Like, you know, not like rubbing your dick while you're talking to her necessarily, you know, sometimes, but you know, when you're in a, well, you know, if you're into voyeurism, I don't know. Being but, openly sexual invite tends to invite other building sexual, sexual tension. Yeah, I mean, not for nothing. Like with this, it's like I live my life pretty open sexually, and I get right. random come ons from both men and women. Right. Um. You know, like women do randomly email me some, and and that's and that I think that's a product of me just being open about my sexuality and just mm-hmm. talking openly about it and knowing your way around a labia. Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna make me uncomfortable. It's just the other phrase. Oh. The, the way you were phrasing it before was weird. okay. Yeah. Um, and it seems like this guy. It, it's a the, the similar mindset. Of if you're exuding sex, yeah. Though people who also like the women who like casual sex will come to that basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like, and again, his it's his would be more of a Where's natural. Where's the shooting game? woman in the face part? I don't know. I'm the assuming exact... that was in his book. No, no okay. it was. Uh, it happened like 2010, sure, I think sure. 2011. So like, I don't know the whole story I don't, of it. Yeah. But I like, didn't know those part of the regiment. He actually, no, he, I don't know. He basically, he was some fucking problem. He, uh, whatever the fuck happened, he shot someone in the face. He's in jail now, like the end. Okay. Are there any other like major schools of thoughts that like, thought that you think like people should know about? Okay. Yes. Um, there's, and we'll do like a, like a brief, uh, you know, a summary of what their styles were. Okay. Well, uh, there's, I guess the big divide would be between natural game and, uh, what's the other, not natural game, but it'd be like, uh, what's the fucking, like mystery, okay, mystery method is the opposite of natural game, meaning right. like it's, you having routines, having this like very right. like regimented like sales system, if you will. And then there's like what's called natural game. And also, but within pickup, there's two also subcategories of like different areas of pickup. There's what's called inner game, which is like, focusing on yourself and your own emotional and psychological well-being and then there's outer game which is like how good you are at like you know like the actual work of approaching women and you know fucking you know texting and all this stuff and i think that first one the inner game like that is what I've, that's where i do recognize that there is heart and pain potentially in a lot of dudes who find themselves attracted to this lifestyle or to these methodologies because yeah. It, that's a good thing to want to work on yourself. It's nice when you want to work on yourself for the purpose of working on yourself. But hey, I am also sometimes motivated by like, I want to work on my, I want to lose this weight so that I'm more attractive to women. But, you know, but like I, I recognize like, I think that's a good thing to work on yourself. It's mm-hmm. the outer game I think that I take more issue to. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. And then sense. the methodology stuff. So like natural game seems like it would be frustrating if you're someone who feels hopeless and you and you feel like women aren't going to be an option for you. And I remember what that hopelessness felt like. Um, natural To find out about natural game, I feel like would enrage me because it seems to be like, eh, just like do your thing. and ble- It is sort of like do your thing, but there is like there are 
there is like technique to it though. Sure. Cause the methodology seems like it would attract those people who just don't know what to do or how to talk to women because it's giving you an instruction manual. Mm -hmm. Just like when you play a video game, you buy like a cheap book, like you have, here's what, here's the buttons to press in which order. And I can see how that's attractive because it's supposed to have an outcome, a desirable outcome 10 to 20% of the time. Right. Uh, yes, but I think the, that's, I think you're, I think the thing is, and this is your assumption that like most of the guys that go into pickup are like damaged or like some have some like self-esteem issues, which is, I think, sort of true. But I think a lot of, when, in my experience, like a lot of the guys I met that would be on workshops and stuff, most of them are just like guys that it's just, they don't have social skills. Like they don't, it's not that they don't have social skills, but like they just don't feel like they have the social skills enough to like, you know, talk to women. They like guys like me, like, okay, I never had a sister. I didn't have a sister growing up. I was raised by, fucking my fucking savage mother and my fucking savage aunts you know they were not like they weren't really exactly you know fucking like oh how do you feel today buyer and they're like hey fucking asshole you know make a lot of money because women want money go fuck it. if you don't make money you're a fucking loser fuck you like that's, that's like that's I, what they told you basically and, you make know sure that was i'm making sure to put those words into their mouths i mean not, not in, yours not in that way <laughs> but that's like basically like that's how i was raised like oh that's what a man is supposed to be and that's all i'm good for is like oh i, I have to make money and just um, to impress these fucking cocking crows you know mm. uh but uh like i don't think that's not why everyone a lot of guys just do it because it's like you know it's like the stereotypical like computer programmer it's like hey you know i'd like to, i got money and right you know. but i'm saying i didn't know how to talk to women either. right like, I knew I'd talk to women in a friendly capacity, but right. I would write a lot of love poems that ended with, like, this is so sweet and this is beautiful writing, but also I'm not interested. LGB, uh, uh, L, LJBF. What's that? Let's just be friends. LJBF? That's another problem. I got a lot of LJBFs, man. But uh, well, it's right. like, so, like, again, I get that. I don't think it's a bunch of just loser types. I don't think yeah. it's a bunch of neckbeards. I think it's also dudes who plain people would think are, like, conventionally attractive or whatever yeah there but are don't, a lot of, but don't yeah. know how to talk to women yeah and so i've been there so like that is what i think is at the core of it and i think that will cause some confidence issues in anyone if you think that you have all these great attributes but you don't know how to talk to a member of the sex or sexes that you're interested in right and that's that's the thing is like it that's really what it is like you know and and, and the thing is like yeah the pickup community there's a lot of toxicity and that skews towards like Got like you know the marketing is like how to fucking bet any chick you want guaranteed right. blah, blah blah you know it's like but like you know they're they're oh sorry but a lot of guys just want a girlfriend mm -hmm. a lot of them do a lot of them do and a lot of them are like conventionally attractive men who are like you know like physically in good shape and have good jobs it's like but they just they don't know and like there's no real there, there really aren't that many like outlets in society that like show like okay. Guys, this is how you talk to women. This is how you do this. And like at the time, especially in the early 2000s, like there was Maxim, okay, Maxim magazine, and you know there was there were books, but and there was Sex in the City, kind of, if kind you... of. But that's that was for chicks. That's but, not for dudes, though. I mean, I think some dudes. I mean, look, I learned a lot from watching and reading what women were watching and reading, so I knew right. what they were taking in. Yeah, but like it wasn't like geared. But it wasn't like. Okay. But I get it. Like you're saying, like the things out there were like Maxim. It's tits. It's working out. Yeah, that was like was, a lot of the messaging. And a lot, of, a lot of this, the messaging was is was marketed oriented towards guys that have some sort, some reasonable skills that are. It's sort of like okay. It's like I guess to use a math analogy. It's like you know most college math math courses. You know, you you go to college math and you know you take algebra, but like 
if you're a, a loser guy that doesn't know the, the, the basic arithmetic, i.e. the guys that go into pickup, you got to go into remedial math. And mm. p- pickup is basically remedial math for socially inept uh, guys, more or less. But it's not what someone doesn't need pickup to re- to learn those basic skills later in life because I had to learn them. I, I don't know, in a remedial fashion, whatever, but I just didn't use pickup. Right. And the, and, and so it's not the only answer. It's not. Um, yeah. Why'd you get out of it? Because I was just, I, I was busy. Like, I mean, like my life was changing too. Cause like it was, I wouldn't say I was like, I got out of like the community of going to the layer meetings and hanging. Like I still, I was out of it, but I was never entirely out. Cause I, I actually made really good friends with a guy who was like really in, in it and, he was very successful and like he was actually a pretty interesting guy and really cool. I, it, it's, it still shapes in some ways, like not, you know, there's a lot of toxicity I'm trying to get out of there, but like it still shapes like my understanding of like male, female dynamics and like dating and all this stuff. Mm. But for me, basically I got out of it cause I was just busy, you know, I was busy doing comedy or I was busy, you know, and M- I, was, I was competing in mixed martial arts and like, I was like, I don't fucking want to go out and like try to fucking approach women. Like this is stupid. I have shit to do. And mm. eventually, I, as I did and I got older, I was I kind of realized like how good and bad. Like, there's good and bad in it. Like how just empty and shallow. Like you know the whole like the marketing. If it's a lot of the shit's marketing. Like a lot of it was just it got big because it was just marketed well. Like a lot of these guys were are really. We have savvy. the answer for your troubles. A lot of these guys are really just good salespeople and internet marketers. That's how they got big. You know. I mean, that's it's. They're basically doing pickup to the guys who want to learn pickup. In some ways, yes. In some ways, and um, yeah. You're really, you're a really nice guy. I'm, you know, but you just don't have the tools. I don't know. It's some probably neg that gets them into the workshop. Um, uh, yeah. Do you feel like you? F- do you feel the same about male female relationships now as you did then? Have your thoughts? Have your views changed? Do you yes. look at some of what you did back then and go, uh, like? Well, I, I look back and go, uh, just mostly because it was like stupid. Like, I, like I don't. The thing is, I'm very forthcoming. Like, I t- I've told like I've told my female friends like I, they know what the fuck I've done. Like, I don't hide any of this shit. Like, it's like I have nothing to hide because like I know, like I know that you know did it. Was I always treating women nicely? No. Was I a dick sometimes? Yes. But like I never did anything that like crossed boundaries or you know was like really like like it, look I was. I never made, I ne- I always made sure to make people feel safe. And like, I knew when no was no, like I, like I took that seriously. And most everybody does. Like, it's not like anyway, but for me, like to answer your question, like the things that I, that I, I guess I look back differently on now or like what hmm. I would say the idea that this is going to sound fucking cliche that like women are like people <laughs> like, it's meaning meaning like okay that like not every not every interaction or every every like fucking thing is has to be related to pick up when I'm talking to to a chick and not even like it's not always like sexual sometimes some a girl just wants to sit on her ass and play video games for six hours you know like that's like oh like I do the same shit too and they're not doing it for they're doing it for the same reasons I am like I it made me realize like you know I don't like. Again, I didn't have sisters, so it was like I didn't really have like, and I wasn't popular with girls in school necessarily. Although I kind of, sort of, a little bit, but you know, I, not really. But like, I didn't have it. Whatever. I just didn't know. Like, I just no one was like, you know, hey, I didn't have like a female mentor exactly. So I think it taught me that women are people. It taught me that you know, 
pickup is kind of shallow and toxic and that the ind- the people that are in it and they like make a career out of it usually are not happy. And the biggest thing I learned, and this is something we, we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, getting laid doesn't really make you happy because a lot of the guys I know that have had a lot of sexual partners, the guys are usually like, they're kind of miserable. Like, hi, hi, it, everybody. It just, it just doesn't <laughs> like, not just you, but like I have friends and guys I know in the industry and like people that run workshops and stuff. Like it's not, it, I, I just saw that and I was like, okay, yeah, this can't be like the thing. Cause it's just look at the results. You know, mm-hmm. even the guys that are successful, it's like, you know, do I really want to live that life or do I want to have that attitude every day and just be like, this fucking life sucks. It's like, well, no. So, but a positive I do see within at some of the core parts of pickup is the, the concept of like gaining confidence in yourself. And that is good. And that's important because when the, when there aren't women around, you still need to be able to be confident in yourself absent the chicks. Right. So like if I'm not getting laid, like I, I mean, Okay, I can't, I can't say that sentence. Um, cause it hasn't happened. Uh, I, I know that if I am like striking out, if I'm not with someone like seriously or something, like I know that I still provide value and that I'm like a worthy human and I do not need a woman's body or love or whatever to validate my existence. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's at the. I think that's one of the things that's at the core of pickup, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and I think if it was more about improving yourself and feeling good about yourself, and then giving you some tips on how to approach women or people or cold call like a fucking thing at work, right? These are good things. It was just when it took the, a more a seductive turn of just like, well, we're here's. Here's a, a nine step process to mm-hmm. fucking a person. Right. That's when I felt like it, it was a little bit slow. But yeah. But if it was more about just confidence and, and they do, there are those like men workshops, which I don't like because they're super gendered and they have to do with like, well, here's what a man is. But if it was just like workshops that are just about confidence and gaining and loving yourself, those I fully support. Mm. And I think that that's the thing that like I think gets lost. Like, well, you people like don't understand is that most pickup really is all that stuff you said because like a lot of that stuff, you know, like the mystery method and approaching and this and stuff. That's like really like that's a half or less than half of it. Most mm-hmm. of the stuff that guys are talking about online or like it really, even if they don't start off wanting to do that, it ultimately goes back to like the self improvement because basically pickup and this is not my line. This is a cliche, but like pickup is really just self help for men. Even mm. if it starts out like, oh, I just want to crush some push, bro. But like, if if eventually goes into like, you know, self improvement and working out and like, you know, just having a better life and wanting to be a happier person, like, and not and those things are not and realizing those things are not tied to how much you know poon you're you know smashing or labia. Yeah, <laughs> I would say um, sure, but there are probably less toxic ways to. There are probably less toxic workshops or books or whatever to accomplish the same thing. Yeah, I, I would I would say so, and um, I think the only thing is like maybe now in hindsight we we can say that, but like you know in the days when pickup was around, like it just that just didn't exist. So mm. like that's why a lot of guys, you know, and it, it still is pickup still around it's still today. there, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners, because I know a lot of people are like, I'm sure a lot of your female listeners, especially, have probably had sex with guys who've been involved or trying to do this stuff or have done it and maybe just don't talk about it or admit it you know like mm. so late the thing is like if you 
a woman like if you, okay, I think a listener listening is like you if you had sex with a guy and he was a pickup artist, odds are you probably wouldn't know. Like you think you'd be like, oh, I don't know, I'd fucking snuff those creeps out. I was like, mm, no. Hmm. I think if a guy if a guy's good, and the thing is, the reason why you would you wouldn't be able to is because odds are that guy is probably just a normal rational like good person that just happened to do this stuff and like that's just you know you would you wouldn't pick up on that necessarily you know maybe if you talked about it and you know by then like he, he already you know he already uh, you know snatched the snatch so it's already too late and how's your day in life now uh it's non-existent non-existent um, i'm a vol- I'm, i wouldn't say i don't associate the community but i guess you could say i'm a vol cell i was about to say it yeah but like i because I, I did i did dip my toe briefly into the incel thing like around 2006 but i wasn't it was very very short-lived uh-huh. it was i never i because it was even too toxic even for me sure but uh which is a lot because if you guys watch byron's act ever um yeah which uh, fo- follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I'm sure your listeners would love that. Wait, wait, what's the line you say in your act? Sometimes where you're like, okay, like it's something about like I'm gonna say some stuff. Oh, I don't say it all. No, I just said it that one time. Oh, but I was you just... did? Because I, I, did you hear me in the back? Laughing? Yeah, you were laughing. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I talk about women and like, okay, like I, I think he says something like, I'm just gonna say some shit about women. I was like, oh god. Yeah. Because I do talk about women, and you know, not all of it's good. Sorry, ladies, but um, you know, not all of you are amazing. So you know, tough shit. Um, well, you, your listeners are because you, obviously you guys are great. You, you, you're wonderful. If they've listened people. to you through all of that, look. If you listen, if they listen to you through all 270 episodes of all your <laughs> shittiness, you can't handle 40 whatever minutes of my fucking assholeness. Like, okay, we're like you can't. Okay, I'm the asshole now. All the shitty things he did, you know, like. This is not okay. Let's not be hypocritical here. Anyway, um, what was I saying? No, what the fuck was I saying? Shit. Um, you're saying you you right now you're doing like okay, non-existent, but I, I, I voluntarily. Yeah, you're not I I choose, it out. Yeah, I'm really just working on like my comedy. I'm trying to get back into shape. I want to like get in a better pe- place financially. I want to. Like, if I actually, stopped fucking, maybe I would also improve those things. Um, you probably would. Yes. Yeah, maybe it'd be funny. But then you would. But it would. It wouldn't be on brand for you though. What, my brand's supposed to be like unfunny but fuckable? Uh, <laughs> that my t-shirt? Fuckable, I guess. Like, it's like, or just wanting to be fuckable. I don't know. Like, no. you, like you're the man whore. It's like, ah. I'm Billy Priscilla, man whore, you know? Ah. I'm on a sex positive quest to find love. Yeah. That's Someone what, remember the subtitle. Hell yeah, uh, I do. I know, I know this. Sh- <laughs> I, I, I know about you, Billy. Like, ah. I'm not, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, the subtitle sometimes, like, people don't always remember, like, Guys We Fuck subtitle, which is right. supposed to be, like, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. People usually forget that part. Right, it's right. It's like, oh, the sex positive, guys, hey. Um, well, Byron, this You was- will find true love once you learn how to love yourself. Barf. <laughs> Byron, this was really fun and educational. Thank you. Um, where can people go find you if they want to follow you, yell at you, etc.? Okay. Oh, okay. So, I first of all, I love... I love arguing with people. Yeah, so. guys, be careful. Like he will tr- troll you back. No, I, I mean I don't. I don't like. I'm not a troll. I haven't trolled in years. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm. That was like my early twenties, like in like high school. I wasn't really hey, same. I I haven't been trolling in in two or three years. Anyway, so you can find me on face Instagram at Byron's. I always say Byron's a dick without the C, but that's actually my name. B Y R O N S A D I K. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. I don't post on Twitter because fuck that. Um, okay. I have a. I'm gonna have a, a web series soon. It's a cooking show. So 
I can't imagine how anyone would be offended by that, but um. But I'm I'll sure try. you'll f- yeah, you'll try. <laughs> it's like you'll find a way. Uh, it's actually been it's been great so far. We shot a couple episodes and I, it just came out. But I think like organically, I think it's it's the subtitle is going to be the most offensive cooking show on the internet. And what's the? Do you know the title yet? Yes, it's going to be the Middle Beast Cooking Show because I'm the Middle Beast. I'm, I'm an Iraqi American, uh, a proud ethnic Assyrian, Atur, and um. Yeah, so that's where you can find me. Uh, and I do, you know, fucking shows and shit around places. And that's it. Yeah, Byron's a dick. Byron's a dick without the C. Dink. All right. Thanks, man. And why don't you say goodbye to everybody? Oh, got, uh, uh, man whore. What do you call your listeners? Fan whores. Fan whores. Although uh, another person proposed recently, uh, whoreheads. Whoreheads? I like fan whores. Yeah. I, the rhyme. Uh, all right, fan whores. Uh, I, this is Byron Sadiq here. And I just want you to know. That whether you have a, a scrody or a giny, you 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 rub that labby. <laughs> Billy's so you just see Billy's face right now. <laughs> I'm having, okay. I had a lot of fun. I uh, hope you guys had fun listening to this, and I hope that, <laughs> in all honesty, like I hope that like this experience helps, like gives you more. Uh, I, if I could do one thing in this podcast, I want people to understand, like pick up a little bit better and understand, like be even just 1% more understanding of it. I think that would uh, put, you know, it, it would be help us all understand together so we can all get to that magical orgy in the sky where we all fuck or whatever the afterlife is. Actually, can you close us off with, can you neg my audience? Can I neg your, oh, oh, I'd love to. Okay. Uh, I don't, it's okay, okay. Well, an, okay, fine. Here's, I'll just fucking do it. Uh, that's a, that's a great miniskirt. I can't see your labia. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, everyone, that was... Look, I don't know how you feel felt about that episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I Oh, that was so much fun. Byron actually afterwards sent me an article from BuzzFeed News. Uh, it's a, it's not super old, but it's, yeah, it's a little old. Uh, it's called... Uh, it's titled, Pickup Artists Are Still a Thing, and They Want You to Know They've Evolved. So I'm going to put a link to that article in the show notes. Uh, give it a good read. I was very interested... Uh, I was, uh, I was very entertained by it. Let us know what you thought about this week's show, okay? Because I got to imagine there are some opinions out there. You can uh, shoot me a tweet at the Billy Presida, or you can leave a comment on the Man Whore Podcast Facebook page. I've also got an Instagram. Remember, I got Instagram back. Come on back over. I lie you were following. They took it away from me, and I'm back, baby. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Billy is Presida. Or you can send your feedback, your comments, your questions, your booby pictures to manwhorepod at gmail.com. So you can shoot me an email anytime. Love reading those. Want to make Billy get his nipples pierced? Want to watch it be live streamed for all to see? Want to watch me honestly cry in front of a bunch of adults? Go become a member of our fan whore community on Patreon. If we, if we got about $500 left to go. We're two thirds of the way there. So close. Plus, you get all sorts of perks. You get to join a sex-positive discussion groups. You get access to over 100 bonus episodes, including last week's bonus show with Laura Delarado. Become a member today at patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash manwhorepodcast. Next week, we've got a, a poor AVN award-winning porn star, Rob Piper. Give him that pipe. Or some dumb joke about pipes that are dicks. You know, that'll be a fun one for people. 
Chicago, I want to see you this Friday. North Bar, 9 p.m. And if you're too busy, you know, staying slutty, I understand. Uh, see, we squeezed the we squeezed the phrase in there some uh, somehow. Take care. <laughs>